River City Community Church. For more information, please visit our website at www.rivercitychicago.com. We overcome once again to the time of the year where we celebrate. So let our hearts fill with hallelujah. Let's clap and rejoice. Today um, is our Sunday before Christmas, and usually it's, uh, it's a, a lot of our staff are traveling, so I've been designated as a designated hitter today, so I'm cleaning up for the, for the year. Well, we have one more Sunday next Sunday, but for the year. Um, but So it's a privilege to be able to stand before the people, and I feel like it's, it's a continuation or extension of what we do every Sunday. It's, I'm usually over there leading worship, but this is just an extension of that, so thank God for that. And I want to thank Pastor Daniel and uh, in his absence and uh, our staff and elders um, for entrusting me with the office and the mantle, and uh, they'll be able to hear the podcast, so if anything goes wrong, <laughs> they'll know about it, <laughs> and they will act accordingly, <laughs> but I'm sure nothing's going to happen, so. Not to worry about that, um, but again, it's always an honor to present God's word and, and to preach. Um, never considered myself a preacher, so still don't. But um, just being obedient to the Lord. All right. Um, in the book of Matthew and Luke, it gives us a detailed account of the actual birth of you know the entrance of Jesus into um, the world and. Typically, we would probably, from that point of view, um, have a message around this time. But, um, you know, I, I would like to focus on a different area. I mean, they talked about the census and the, and the town and the manger and the people and how he came in and he was in the barn with the donkeys and things. And he was born in a place that typically you wouldn't find royalty. Um, but my, I would like to focus from a, a different vantage point. And um, before we get started, I want to pray, if you don't mind praying with me. Father, we thank you for your presence and your spirit. God, we thank you for the season. Um, We thank you for reminding us of um, the real reason, Lord. We understand because we're believers, but uh, we thank you that we're able to celebrate each other and family and, and friends. And we pray, God, that you will have a word that will move our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. As is our custom here at River City to stand at the reading of God's word. So I'm going to invite you to stand. And I'll be reading from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. And it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. 
will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. From that time on and forever, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Please be seated. So the, the passage of scripture tells us who we're receiving. And uh, during the season, it's Christmas time is here. Happiness and cheer. So if I'm being honest, Christmas is one of my least favorite times. I know why I was like, yeah. <laughs> but not for the reasons why you think. I mean, because it's, it's, it's not that we're, we're not because we're celebrating Christ and our Savior, but it's the things that go along with it, you know. Um, don't get me wrong now, I was, I loved it when I was a kid. So, I mean, like, I'm sure every kid does. You know, you're, you're excited. You see this tree and you see the presents under the tree and they increase as time goes by. And then the closer you get to Christmas, more presents pile up and you're excited with anticipation. So, and then on Christmas Day, you get to rip up these presents and open them up and see these things. I remember one year, um, I asked for a watch. No, I loved watches. I don't know why. It was just, I liked them. the sports watches in particular, you know, with all the dials and hands and things. And um, so, like many kids, I was curious. Let's say I was curious. So I would go in my parents' room and kind of search <laughs> for things. <laughs> and this one year, I found the watch that I'd asked for. It was the exact one I asked for. I think it was in my mom's drawer. So I looked at it and I was, oh, opened it up and just looked at it and turned it around. I didn't take it out of the box, but just adored it, you know. And I would put it back, and then every day I would go to the spot and just look at this watch, <laughs> anticipating the time I would be able to put it on and turn it around and just observe it real close. And, and then one day I came in, opened the drawer, and <gasps> it's gone. Oh, no, they found out. I found it. They took it back. Then I thought, oh, maybe they just moved it somewhere, you know, put it in a different location. But um, sure enough, a couple of days later, it showed up under the tree, wrapped up nice. So, I, of course, I knew what it was because I knew the box size and everything because I had looked at it. I had studied it. So it was real, real detailed. So I, I knew what it, what it was, and I was still excited, you know, about it. Um, but then, after I became an adult, as I grew and started having kids of my own, then I was responsible for buying all these gifts. So then the, the joy kind of started to dissipate. <laughs> You're spending all this money on, on these things, and you have to, the, the pressure of getting gifts. Anybody feel me? The, the, the pressure? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we got a couple. It's a pressure that goes with it because. And if you have multiple kids, then you got to make sure everybody gets equal amounts, and you have to balance it out. One can't get anything better than the other. One year, so we have four kids. One year, we we bought some stocking stuffers, and we bought toothbrushes for the for the kids. So the three oldest each got a toothbrush. It's like this little cheap electronic thing, and we didn't get one for our youngest, and she was so mad that she didn't get a toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> 
was like, but we got you all this other. She got the most presents, but she was mad because she didn't get a toothbrush. So we're like, really? But um, I mean, just just the fact that you have to, you have to start, you know, you have to rap and you have to hide them. You know, if they, they're like me, they're looking for stuff and you're trying to keep it, you know, a secret. And I guess I kind of started becoming like a Grinch. <laughs> oh, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Sergio. Well, I guess I was. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's 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 not that I didn't want to give gifts, but it's it's the commercialization around it and and the missing of the real meaning of what Christmas is. And it's about how much can I get? You know, what can I get? And in, and what I get, am I going to be satisfied with it? And we, we, we've done well to teach our kids, you know, to value each other and, and the real meaning behind it. But, you know, you have grandparents, and they kind of mess up your plans <laughs> because they get stuff that we normally wouldn't give them that they can, we can't afford hardly, and they just pile it on. And so the expectation now is that we're going to get with Grandma, and we're going to get the same type of thing. No, that's not happening. You're going to get what we give you, and you're going to be happy. <laughs> but you, you spend all this money and then the gifts don't even last that long and, or, or, or you know they'll break or the kids will lose interest in it and it's like man spend all this money spend all this time I was excited for you you're not even excited about it or you broke it the last two or three weeks I start thinking man supply. the man is just t- trying to make us spend money you know, just taking our money and, and you know, wasting all this. I remember one year I bought, I went to Kmart. Kmart's closed, right? They're no more. Okay, so it's safe to talk about them. So, <laughs> so I went to Kmart and uh, found this toy. I think we only had two kids at the time. And, I mean, it was, I thought it was kind of just electronic. I don't even remember what it was. It was this electronic thing. And it was a nice price. So I was like, oh, okay. It's big and it's. 20 bucks, you know, I think I can handle this. So took it home, wrapped it up, kids opened it the next, you know, Christmas, and and the thing didn't even work. I was like, oh, this is going back. So the next day, I took it back. I was like, uh, this is broken. They was like, oh, you want to exchange? No, just give me my money. Thank you. But the, you spend money on these things that don't have the value that you ascribe to it. And they don't last. And now, granted, like most most of my um, disposition about Christmas is because of this is we've only I've only experienced it in in our country. So I'm sure in other countries they have a different appreciation or a different focus on on Christmas. Um, like Shireen would tell us about growing up in Thailand and what they valued and family and things like that. It's like, man, well, I wish we could have more focus on on Christmas or holidays like that. Um, but, you know, this is where we are and this is where I grew up, so this is my experience. Um, but the more I grew spiritually, I started to focus on the true meaning. That, and like I said, the things that upset me were the things that didn't have, didn't line up with what we believe as believers, as followers of Christ, to be the reason for the season. And, you know, if we... If we really think about it, a lot of times we, we really don't 
celebrate the real reason. I mean, we, we understand it, you know. Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. Yeah. Here's a gift. Now let's get to the real part. So we kind of, we're like, okay, let's just get to the gift giving and the gift getting. And we want to have the things. We like things. We like to, to own stuff. And we like to compare what we have to other people. And oh, do we have the latest and the greatest, you know, the best phone or the biggest TV? You have to have 4K now, you know. 3K is not good enough. 4K and all this. So we, we're always wanting more. And we, we miss, we lose sight of the real meaning of the season. But just think about the gift that we received through who we commonly call Jesus Christ. But the Hebrew word or the name of, Je- of our Savior is Yeshua. Yeshua HaMashiach. Yeshua means salvation. So Jesus salvation. The gift that we were, give, were given was salvation because the name represented who he was, who he is. Hamashiach, the anointed one. The anointed one. We receive salvation from the anointed one. Yeshua Hamashiach. That's the reason for the season. He's the perfect gift. And I can imagine God wrapping this gift and placing it on the earth and anticipating the time which should be revealed to us and how we're going to respond and react to it. So I want to break down the passage a little bit, verse 6. If you can pull that up again for me. Verse 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So, uh, again, looking at the Hebrew um, meanings and the names of a few of these words, government, the, the word is misra. It means rule and dominion. It's empire, the government, is, is dominion. His shoulders, shoulder is the back between, the part that's between our shoulder blades, right below the neck. Grammar for, for this is as a place of burdens. His dominion shall be carried on his back, a place of burdens. Name, Shem, designation of God. It's a monument, memorial, his reputation, fame, glory. That's the name that's, he's glory. Called to be to proclaim to a point, to endow. Wonderful, Pele means to marvel, to wonder. It's a hard thing to understand. The acts of God's judgment and redemption to marvel at His wonder. Counselor, to advise, to consult to deliberate or resolve. Mighty, Gibor, strong man, brave, the one true God, Jehovah, strength, power. That's mighty, strength, power, everlasting for how long? Ever, forever, in perpetuity, continuing 
future, forever, the continuing future, ancient, and forever continuing time that has passed. He's our continuous existence. Father, the term of respect and honor, benevolence and protection. The Father stands over us, guards us, provides. Prince, Tsar, the ruler of rulers. He's the leader, the chief, the captain, commander, master. All of these names broken down takes on a different connotation for me when I read the scripture. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the dominion will be on his back, the place of burdens, and he will be appointed, endowed, wonder of God's acts of judgment and redemption, advisor, deliberator, true God, Jehovah, strength, power, forever ancient of past time, forever a future time of respect and honor, of benevolence and protection, commander of shalom, completeness. Safety, soundness, and contentment. What we've been given is a provision for all of our needs in that gift, in that one gift. What we've been given is a solution to all of our problems. This gift given in this form has a meaning beyond what we see. Yes, a beautiful, innocent child born in conditions that none of us would could even bear but what he represents is something much so much greater we've been given the benevolence and protection of the respected and honored father in whom we have complete safety and contentment of our human relationships and with god especially in covenant relationship his rule and dominion he carries on the place of burdens shall never end because his reputation is endowed as the wonder of God's acts of judgment and redemption that only the one true God, Jehovah, who is strength and power, who counsels us with purpose, deliberates and resolves for us continuous existence with perpetuity, only he can bear. When we think about the gift that we've received, we, in the season that we're celebrating, we're, we're, we're thinking about handing something to someone. We're, we're thinking about a celebration of the season of the decorations and uh, the time that we get to spend with family and friends and loved ones. But when we understand what the meaning is behind who he is, the person that bears our burdens, the person who deliberates for us and resolves every conflict that we could have, The one who offers peace, contentment in relationships, shalom. This is who he is, shalom. He shall be called wonderful. Beyond our imagination, something we can't even contain to begin to understand, he is wonderful. He is mighty, he's strong, he's strength, he is power. He doesn't have strength, he doesn't have power, he is strength, he is power. He is Father, God, Abba, we call him. He's our provision, 
He's our protection. He's our shelter. Everlasting means he cannot end. From from the beginning to the end of our lives, he is continuous. Perpetually. There's no beginning. There's no ending to him. There's no running out of him. There's no succession for him. And if we think about our our government here, we have elections and we have term limits. And in other countries, they have the king, they have the queen, they have uh, the royalty, and and they have successors. That when they pass on, then someone else takes over. We don't have that in who we serve. There's no succession for him. He is. He's it. He is. We are joint heirs, but we don't take over for him. We join in him. We join with him. We are participants along with him. The gift that we've been given is continuous, is powerful. It's strength, it's protection, it's contentment. So thinking about when we have that understanding and we think about the season that is celebrated and we have our rituals and we have our traditions and it just glosses over the magnitude of who we serve. It doesn't do justice to the gift that we receive through Christ Jesus. Yeshua HaMashiach salvation of the anointed one. That's the gift that we've been given through this little baby that was born in a place that is unfit for human dwelling. And we shop and we buy and we purchase and we wrap and we give from a heart that we want to show appreciation to the people that we love. Like I love giving gifts to my kids because I, I love seeing the joy in their, in their eyes when they get what they ask for and when they're happy it makes me happy. But the deeper meaning, the deeper understanding of what is transpiring. So we're given something in remembrance of something that is everlasting. That without, we wouldn't be here today. If we didn't receive this gift, we wouldn't be able to experience what we experience. And still understand that we're victorious even in it. The perfect gift, it needs no updating. It never loses power. It never becomes obsolete. It never needs to be reset. It never will break. It never grows old. It never malfunctions. It never diminishes in value. It never needs maintenance. It never is outgrown. It can never be earned It never fails. This is the gift that we have. 
and our Savior. And when we look at the story of his birth and his entrance into the world, when we read Luke chapter chapter 2, verse 11 says, Today, in the city of David, a Savior was born for you, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be the sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped tightly in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly, there was a multitude of heavenly hosts with angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth. Goodwill to everyone. We have an understanding now that who we received is so much greater than what we understand. Who we've been blessed to have is beyond what we could ever imagine to ask for. Yeshua HaMashiach. Salvation. The anointed one is the perfect gift. Amen. So as we leave, we want to leave with the spirit of joy, knowing that we receive the greatest gift, the perfect gift, in the form of the baby Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. We bless you. Go in peace. Merry Christmas, everybody.